to the jolt. jolt. This is the jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. Cute track, right? That is Cat McPhee with a new single. Lick my lips. Ew. Look for the video. She's in a bra. <laughs> no, don't don't go running out of the studio to look at the video, Jai. <laughs> I'm already gone. <laughs> She'll be back in the fall to talk about the uh, new album Hysteria as well as the new season of Scorpion, and she's a, she's a, a, a good good friend. Um, and actually, great to welcome back to our studio as well, Jai Courtney. Good morning. Who's only in New York like now? Like he's, he might be even a hologram of him. Yeah, I had to stop by. <laughs> it's just the, it's the life of a of a movie star, mate. It's just all champagne and hot tubs. It is, isn't it? <laughs> so you can see Chai as a, as a Kyle Reese in the new Terminator Genesis. Um, that's a scary, scary assignment to take on, isn't it? Because people are really attached to this character. It's, uh, yeah, it has its, uh, you know, repercussions as far as fan expectations and that sort of thing. But uh, I don't know. I try not to buy into the pressure of that too much. It's not really uh, constructive to my process. So I wouldn't imagine it is. So how do you, how, what, what, uh, what is your most effective way of shutting the noise out so that um, you can concentrate? I'm not really like big on social media. Uh, I just sort of try and stay away from that sort of stuff. I mean, it's impossible not to um, be aware of it, I think, this day and age, but it doesn't, I mean, look, it doesn't bother me that much, you know? It's like, it's a, it was a huge opportunity for me as a young actor to, to take something on, and, um, you know, I think if you're worrying about, the you know, what people expect or the, you know, the pressure of getting into something that iconic um, and robbing yourself of sort of creative opportunities, then... I don't know. You're in the wrong game. So uh, when when you started to to dig into this dude, what was it about him? What was his center for you? What was the thing about him that you thought that's that's my focal point? Um, well, what was interesting for me, I think, and challenging, uh, you know, I think on paper you look at a guy who's a soldier and that sort of thing, and look, that's not too far from stuff I've done before, but. You know the what's at the core of all of these Terminator films are the relationships, and uh, it's a love story, and that was something that I hadn't explored on screen before. Um, and you know, it doesn't the the first film doesn't work unless Kyle Reese, you know, says I've traveled across time for you, and it's that's that was kind of what really um, you know pulled me in. And uh, I think there's really interesting play there now, you know, in this particular installment with his relationship to to John Connor, and there's some great comedic stuff to be played with uh you know with with arnold's character and and you know being in love and feeling this kind of intense responsibility and desire to um to be the one that uh saves sarah connor that was kind of uh yeah that was the challenge for me so you've done your fair share of of action movies um what is what is um the hardest part of Taking on these kinds of characters, how do you how do you make sure that they that every single time, the dude is on is is on Earth because that's to me the consistent thread is that I believe that all these men exist even in these hyper real environments. Uh, I think that's just trusting you know your director and the material you're working with and um, 
sometimes it's sort of fighting against certain uh, urges to play certain things. I mean, with with Reese, for instance, in this, you know, my I think instinct as Jai was to try and give him a little more kind of swagger, and you know, I'm a bit of a cocky guy, so it was kind of like I would. There were times when, uh, kind of subconsciously or unconsciously, I was injecting a bit too much of that, and that kind of doesn't work for our story. So, you know, you're relying on people around you to kind of pull pull you back from that sort of thing, and um, you know, remind you of the function of the character and how it sort of fits into the piece. And um, but I don't know, man. I think it's like it's believing in the given circumstances, and and as kind of hyper real as as things can get, you have to find. Um, something within that that you can connect to you know and identify with it's it i imagine it being even harder than than the average role because i feel like you must spend a lot of time in front of screens mm. right because not every set is going to be as yeah as it's true. thorough as as we are watching so it's almost kind of like acting on a bare stage isn't it yeah it can be i mean especially this some stuff that gets really intense it's hard to uh it's hard to kind of believe that yourself and and deliver a performance that is you know that feels real because um you know that's sort of the challenge i think sometimes for an actor and and look some actors will go really deep with it and need to create a space where they absolutely believe they are who they're playing and everything around them feels super real because i guess what we're all trying to avoid in this thing is you know quote unquote acting Mm -hmm. you know uh and so yeah definitely when it when it comes to green screen and uh special effects and all that sort of stuff it it is challenging at times to deliver something that feels uh grounded and genuine when you can't you know see the thing chasing you or you know the threat uh and it's you know it's awkward at times but you have to trust in the fact that there's people much smarter than you uh, keeping an eye on things. So did you have a, a, a killer imagination when you were a kid? Yeah, that was, what it was all about for me. You know, yeah. I was I got into this, well, look, I mean, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was a youngster, but, you know, I was always dressing up as a kid and uh, it wasn't so much about putting little performances on in a real theatrical sense, but I was constantly in character, you know? Yeah. Always. Yeah. What were your what were your favorite games to play? I don't know. I just like I I was just digging through mum's like makeup and like always out in costume. And it wasn't necessarily like heroes, you know. I wasn't wearing my Batman stuff to the shop. I would like construct something and have a cape and, you know, a hat and some sort of cravat and a mustache <laughs> painted on and Feathers, and you know, it was that was Jai's was, first drag show. Exactly, <laughs> it wasn't wasn't the last either. <laughs> so, did your family just think, "What's going to become of our kid"? Mm. At what point did they stop worrying about you? I don't know if they were ever worried. I don't know. I mean, I think I, I not mean, even in terms of the, the of the dress up, but just yeah. in terms of in terms of choosing a, a life that's going to be fruitful parents want their kids to of course make money and have homes yeah. and you know all that yeah traditional and stuff. look in look exploring the arts in uh, you know in any level is not um it's certainly not a guaranteed kind of path of security yeah um but you know my folks are very supportive uh it was something a passion that just kind of evolved for me and by the time i was you know old enough to think about what i wanted to study um you know they they had been in, around that enough and i'd i'd sort of done some theater through high school and you know, I think, you know, the, you know, whilst we want our kids to be, 
you know, uh, financially stable and all that sort of thing. I think, you know, I didn't come from an environment where, you know, uh, exploring your kind of what inspired you was discouraged. So, you know, I think they were just happy to see me chasing something I was passionate about. Mm. It's Jay Courtney joining us here on The Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. The movie is Terminator Genesis. Um, so you're also involved in... in um uh, Suicide Squad? Yeah, it's happening as we speak. Captain Boomerang? That's me. <laughs> you, what, what is it about that name? You uh, That name is makes people laugh. Why does yeah, it make people laugh? I don't know. It's funny. I, you know, for me, it's a it's a weird balance of like, uh, I don't know, I guess being Australian, there's something kind of super camp about, you know, taking a, you know, a sacred ancient indigenous, you know, weapon of you know that Aboriginal people used to hunt and turning it into a comic book into a uh, superhero exactly so there's something about that that kind of I remember you know that raised my eyebrow the first time I uh, I heard about it but it's really dope and you know what uh, what David Ayer is doing with this film is really well I didn't know much about it he's not the kind of guy that uh, that sells people on things that's sort of his way um, you have to trust in the you know, psychopath that's at the helm, and uh, and I wanted nothing more than to do that. So I was thrilled to have the chance to work with him, and uh, yeah, what we're doing is is going to be really cool. So how far in are you? We're like uh, about a third of the way through the shoot. Yeah, yeah. And so how uh, how do you how do you do you? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna show how completely stupid I am. Okay, so don't judge right me. On. Does Does Captain Boomerang have a cool costume? Yeah, absolutely. What is it? Can you tell us what it looks like? Are um, you yeah, yeah. I mean, there's images out there where I'm protected by NDAs and all sorts of things that you know I'll be sued when I step out of this room for saying whatever I say. But um, yeah, I mean, look, the the it's funny. The source material was uh, was was interesting to say the least. There's some uh, there's some of the comic books from like the 60s where he looks like an airline stewardess. Because um, it's DC, right? It's DC, yeah. It's, but it's really old DC, right? It's yeah, not brand it is. new. Well, there's, there's, there's sort of different installments. You know, it's it's a property that's been around for a long time, and it, it, the kind of the group changes a bit. But uh, I guess it was up to the guys making the movie to kind of find uh, a core group that was that you know I, I'm sure ties into the plans they have for this property moving forward with other films and franchises. But um, no, Boomerang's cool, man. I mean, he's uh, he's a very dark character. And, uh, you know, David encouraged me to find my inner shit bag. They were his uh, first instructions to me. So That's a good instruction. Yeah. I'd I, love to get that kind of instruction. Exactly. Um, so what does it feel like? What does – how 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 quick does the boy who used to play dress up and games wh – what does he feel like when you put on that – when you put on the Captain Boomerang exactly the costume. Same. It's exactly Is the it same. Just, do you it's, just feel like you're six again? Yeah, it's playtime, you know, and I really, it might be cliche, but I'm I'm so grateful for the fact that I get to do what I love for a living, and I really do. I get pumped every time I go to work, and it's not to say it doesn't have its tough times, and, you know, the business is a completely different thing. I mean, that's that can be really trying. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not naive to how fortunate I am to be working, uh, and there were years when I wasn't, and... You know, it's it's one of those businesses that's when it's good, it's great, and when it's not, it, it you know it sucks and it can grind people uh, into the ground. But um, you know, when I'm working, it's uh, it really is just like playing dress ups again. I just I, you know to me that that's got to feel 
even more surreal because it's so specific as opposed to, you know, Kyle has his clothes. Right. But, you know, to play a, to play an actual action hero. Yeah, he's a real character too. That's so got to be unbelievably dope. cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Really cool. So um, how does it feel to to dig into, I mean, the one thing that we could say about both of these projects is you could be playing these both of these dudes repeatedly for a long time. Yeah, and I hope that's the case. You right, because that means that they're successful. That means people love Absolutely. them. Absolutely. You know, which you know the the opportunity for the likelihood of seeing you as Kyle is going to have. It seems pretty likely. And you know, same thing with 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 Captain Boomerang. Um, does that excite you in terms of? Obviously, it's exciting in terms of in terms of you know. The, the the business part of it mm. all does that excite you as an actor or do you think yeah, okay this is going to be hard no look look I think it is double edged a little and um you know I'm sure people that have you know played a particular character five or six times in some of those other huge uh, properties out there that it look it it can get a bit kind of um, you know you probably itch for you know something more of a stretch at a, at a certain time but uh, as long as the material keeps evolving um, then it's cool and you know, you, I, I wouldn't sort of take on something like this and, and think, you know, focus on the kind of fact that I had to come back and do it again uh, more than looking at the opportunities that it's presenting. So, yeah, look, I mean, uh, it might be tricky to find time in between them if we bash out a few more of these movies uh, in the coming years, but it's certainly going to be worth it. It's a good life. It's a good life, good attitude. Jai Courtney, thanks for coming to see Thank us. Thank you. Man. Always a pleasure. The movie is called Terminator Genesis. I don't have to tell you to see it because you're going to go. <laughs> Stick around. There's more to come. <laughs> <laughs>